there, Christina Kay here. A few years ago, I drop kicked my corporate career to pursue my true passions of writing books and helping my fellow authors do the same. And while I'm now an award-winning, best-selling author, veteran editor, and self-publishing coach to over 100 authors, once upon a time, I made all the same painful but super common mistakes that new writers make every single day. Now fast forward through all the tears, frustrations, and heartbreak, and today I teach authors worldwide how to write their best book ever and how to launch their successful writing careers. I started the Self-Publishing Success Podcast to give you easy to follow, actionable advice on becoming a successful indie author by letting you eavesdrop on coaching sessions with people just like you. Each episode, I pull back the curtain and you get to listen in as a fellow book writer shares their biggest struggle and I coach them and you through every step they must take to overcome, to succeed, and to become their own, you guessed it, book boss. So if you're an aspiring author, or even if you've published before, but you just aren't happy with the results that you got by going it alone, you're in the right place. Let's get started, shall we? Hey there, Christina Kay here. A huge heartfelt thank you for tuning in to the Self-Publishing Success Podcast, a show dedicated to helping aspiring and struggling authors overcome their biggest challenges and successfully launch their books and their careers. I'm your host, Christina Kay. Not only am I the award-winning best-selling author of seven published crime and suspense novels, I've been working behind the scenes in publishing for over 13 years as an author coach and a book editor. Each week, I'll sit down with a successful indie author and chat with them about one struggle they faced early in their career. And together, we'll talk through the issue so you can learn from our mistakes and overcome them too. Tap to follow this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to find and follow me everywhere at Book Boss Official for tons of free, helpful hints and tricks to help you on your writing and publishing journey. Now, Enough of all that, let's hit the play button on this bad boy and get this party started, shall we? Part of having a successful career as an author means setting up your LLC for publishing. Every day almost, an author asks me why it's necessary to even start an LLC. First, being an indie author is a business, not unlike other small businesses. And now you wouldn't start a sticker shop, a cigar shop, a cupcake shop without an established LLC, would you? Secondly, having an LLC in place protects you from any legal liability. And trust me, with 22 years of legal experience, I can tell you things happen. It also keeps your personal credit, finances, and taxes separate from your business, your author business, which trust me, you need. But rather than stressing and searching and researching how to set up your LLC legally and correctly, I highly recommend you reach out to Taylor Brands. In addition to other business startup help that they offer, like logos and website help and branding help, they will set up your LLC for you in a matter of minutes. And it only requires you answering a handful of easy peasy questions. 
Visit the show notes for this episode now to get the link that will take you directly to the LLC setup page on the Taylor Brands website. Now let's get back to this episode. Okay, so this week I'm excited to have the chance to sit down with the amazing indie author, LK Wild. I first discovered her in a blog post about indie authors who have done well in self-publishing. And after I saw her for her a little bit, I reached out and invited her to be on this podcast. Author and musician LK, also known as Laura Wilde, lives in Cornwall, and she's written several very popular books, such as Queenie of Norwich, Silver Darlings, and The House of Many Lives. I'll let Laura tell you more about these amazing books here in a bit. But first, like all authors, success did not happen overnight for her, and she struggled with issues that we all face when we first start. But what she learned and what we're going to discuss together on this episode is that if you want to be a successful author, you must learn to treat your career like any other small business. So let's just get right into it and let me introduce Laura to you so that we can get this super important discussion started. Hey, Laura, a heartfelt and sincere welcome. And thank you for joining me for a chat today on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So excited. So let's just dive right in. Is that okay with you? Yeah, sure. Okay. So tell my listeners the bullet point version or the editor's version of where you are today, what kind of books you write and anything else you want them to know about you. Okay. So I have four books released. Three of those are historical fiction. One is women's fiction. Um, Writing is now my main career. I spend most of my time writing, and when I'm not writing, I am raising my two gorgeous but crazy boys in Cornwall. Boys, I, yeah, <laughs> that, that says it right there. Gorgeous but crazy. I think they're a handful. I had girls myself, so. Okay, well, how did L.K. Wild, author, come into existence in the first place? So, like, give me the how, the when, the where, the why of your decision to become an author. Well, I always wanted to be an author when I was a child. And then as I went through school and got into my 20s, music was my focus. And in 2018, I started a big music project working with musicians in Cornwall and India. But a lot of that involved writing, which I hadn't anticipated. And as I began doing the writing, it reminded me how much I loved writing. So I didn't think much of it. I just got the project done. And then the pandemic hit. All the music was suddenly wiped out and we couldn't do it. And so in one just quiet week, I started writing a memoir, although not a memoir for anyone to read. But as a teenager, I lived on an island, which is quite a unique, interesting way to be growing up. Yeah. Yeah, interesting teenagers. And then as I developed it, I thought, well, I don't want anyone to read this before I'm dead. So... So I then started looking into the history of the island. And from that, this story began to come to me about a girl the same age I was on the island, but a hundred years before, and a boy on the island. And that developed into my first historical novel. So that was 2020. um, And that was the start of it all. 
That's a great story. I always love that question because I love finding out how authors get their start. It, it's always different, right? One of the most common themes I've you know been in this industry for many years is, and it wasn't this way for me, but I grew up wanting to write books or I grew up loving you know stories. But isn't it funny how so many of us may have started our lives early on loving books, but we don't really start until later in life. Yeah. Why that is, that's a very interesting observation, but yeah, a lot of us, I guess we don't get the time or the drive or the impetus or the push we need until later. I don't know, but that's yeah. a interesting story. I think also like it's for me, cause I was teaching full time in my twenties and early thirties and that used up all my creative energy. So there wasn't, it, I, I was raising a young family, but it wasn't even that I didn't have time to write. It's that I didn't have the headspace or energy to do it. Mm -hmm. That's That was my story too. I didn't start writing until I was more than midway through my corporate career. It, mm -hmm. it does. It takes up every bit of your, you know, you may have the time, quote unquote, to sit down and write, but then you sit down and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> So, okay. So to the point of this season is me, the author coach, chatting with successful indie authors like you about a specific struggle that they, you faced or maybe still face on their journey to self-publishing. So let me ask you this. If you had to pick, because I'm sure we could list, you know, 13 struggles, <laughs> what would you consider the biggest obstacle you had to overcome and how did that manifest for you? I think my biggest obstacle was when I really got into writing that first book, I realized that it was going to take a lot of my time, a lot of my energy, and that if I wanted to make a success of this, I also had to make it financially viable because I couldn't justify to my family the time I was spending on this and also the money that was having to go into it um, right. because you can do it very inexpensively, but it does cost something. It's an investment, right? Yeah, investment of time and money. I just couldn't justify that if there was nothing it, like in return. It, it's not like we were living with low, you know, we had loads of money and could just do whatever we wanted. You know, I had a young family and I, that was a real priority for me, figuring out how can I make this about the art, but mm -hmm. also something that I can justifiably put this much time into. That's a good way to put it because, you know, the the word that kept coming into my mind as you were talking was make it profitable. But it, when we say that, it almost has a negative connotation to it. Like, and I don't know why, but when authors talk about being profitable or making money or book sales, it almost has this, you know, the stigma around it. Like, oh, you want to make lots of money? Well, darn right I do. You do you know how long it takes to write a book? <laughs> And it's, but I like the way you put it, make, you know, have the ends justify the means, have the result, you know, at least justify the, like you said, the time, the energy, and the, even the financial investment that you put in. So I think a lot of people can relate to that. And you wouldn't do, there's not many careers you would do and expect to do it for nothing. You know, right. you wouldn't go to work nine to five and think, oh, well, I'm just doing this for fun. You might, if it's, you know, if it's a voluntary thing or a passion, but it's, Most it's aren't going to do it 40 hours a week. Every yeah, week, exactly. Week. Okay, so what then was the turning point for you? Like, what was something that happened? Or maybe it was just an internal moment of, you know, I got to approach this differently. So tell me what was that moment for you? And, and when something just had to give? I think it was about 
coming up to a year after my first book had come out, Silver Darlings, and I was looking to release Queenie of Norwich, and that was the book I had always wanted to write since I was a little girl. And I looked at what I had done over the previous year. I looked at all the time I had put in and the time away from my kids and all the support they'd given. And I realized I had ended that year at a loss mm. and hardly anyone had read my book. Mm. <laughs> and this story I was about to release was so important to me. I thought, well, I've got to look back and see what have I done wrong? Why has no one found my book? what is it about it that's not connecting and what mistakes have I made that I need to rectify the next time around? That's perfect. You know, I think that that is a moment in time that all successful, regardless of what degree success you're talking about, all authors who have eventually at least, you know, broke even have had that moment right there. And if you don't have that moment where you have to self-analyze and look at the whole big picture and take a step back from it, then you're probably never going to do anything more than even break even. So that's, that's a crucial point that I think that authors need to listen to who are hearing this. If you haven't had that moment yet that Laura was just talking about, it may be time. Maybe this is that time for you to have that moment. And before we get any further, I need to have a quick break and we're going to hear about today's sponsor and then we'll be right back with LK Wild. I bet you didn't know that there's an online shop made just for authors and book lovers. Did you? True story. Over a year ago, I launched Book Boss Academy on Etsy so that authors could more easily find and afford some of my most valuable resources to help them on their author journeys. And it's become a very popular little shop. What exactly will you find at Book Boss Academy on Etsy? My best selling item hands down is my digital version of the only planner made specifically with authors in mind, the Book Boss Author Planner. There's also the Book Boss Author Journal, which is a guided journal, the only guided journal, that allows authors to fully develop their books from brainstorming the concept to characters to world building to the opening and ending scenes, even if you're not at home in your writing nook. Each week, I list one new author resource, such as the Perfect Setting Playbook, the Author Brand Building Kit, or the Blurb Building Bible. One new digital template for authors, such as email signatures, brand aesthetic templates, and digital business cards. And one fun bookish item, like my bookmarks, planner stickers for authors, shirts, and even mugs. But hands down, the most popular, fastest selling items in our entire shop are my signed by the author stickers, which are two inch vinyl removable stickers you can put on the covers of your books when you're gifting signed copies at events or for contests and giveaways. And oh, so many pretty unique bookish stickers are added each week. All my resources are under $10 each. But if you shop now through the end of the month and you use the coupon code BOOKBOSS15, that's BOOKBOSS15, I'll take 15% off your entire purchase of $10 or more. You can find my unique, popular, and fast-growing shop by visiting the show notes for this episode 
or by going to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash book boss academy okay we are back with laura lk wild author of queenie of norwich and other best-selling novels we've been talking about laura's earlier career as an author and her biggest struggle early on well let's keep the ball rolling and talk about when and how things turned around and changed for you and whatever you did to turn things around you have gone on to find some level of success at least with your books so far and i think we could all agree it is a level of success tell me what did you do differently and what changes did you make after that aha moment i started off by really taking a step back and looking at self-publishing and what it was all about i rushed into my first book releasing my first book i didn't have the self-confidence or self-belief i think to really take the time so after realizing i needed to change that i took a step back i took every free course about self-publishing or releasing a book that i could find i didn't have the money to invest in those are paid courses and actually i found that there's tons of great resources out there if you if you look for them um once i'd done that i looked at the book I was about to release itself and thought how can i make this something that readers will want to read and that started with things like the cover like making sure the cover fit the genre when i released my first book i did everything myself i was so scared i didn't tell anyone i was doing it i didn't seek advice with my second book i realized these are the skills you need to make a re something really valuable for readers what skills do i have and the skills i don't have who can i bring in with me to help me with those skills mm -hmm. so from everything from editing to you know the proofreading to asking people cover and all that all yeah there are so many what's the word i'm looking for parts i guess that go into so pieces puzzle pieces that go into like you're saying that go into self-publishing or even publishing writing a yeah. book so much but especially with self-publishing there are so many parts to that process that you do i love that what you just said is figuring out sitting down it's like we just said a minute ago you got to be self-aware have that moment of, of self-reflection and think okay what does laura know and what do i have that i can just do my own and then what is it like i'm possibly most likely never going to figure out so who do i need yeah. to hire for that so i love that self-awareness and that's that's something a lot of authors i think can learn from and listen to and having the confidence to say yeah actually i'm really good at this <laughs> as much as saying i'm really bad at this right it's quite easy to identify our faults sometimes and not so easy to recognize our strengths and um, well, certainly that's my experience anyway. No, I think yeah. being an author. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, and once you kind of overcame that challenge with those, with that decision that you made and you saw what you needed to do, and then you finally saw success with your books, what the things must have looked at least a little bit different for you in your life. So give me one example of what life is like now for the amazing author, L.K. Wilde. Give us one way life has changed. I suppose the biggest change is that writing is now my career and I can say it is my career and 
it is as much my career as teaching was my career 10 years ago that's definitely the biggest change and i feel i have the confidence now if someone asks what do you do i say i'm an author because i am and that's my main job <laughs> and it's an absolute privilege to be able to do that i think i'm very lucky <laughs> You are, and but let me ask you a follow-up question that I, I just popped in my mind here is with what you just said, how you can have this full-time career as an author, do you find that you feel like it's more of a job, like does it feel like a, jo a job, a tour, something you have to do, or are you living your dream now? Like, is it like my job, quote unquote, is writing books and I love every minute of it? Like, how is that for you? I'm not going to lie and say <laughs> I love everyone. <laughs> when I say it's now my job, I mean job in the true sense that mm -hmm. it's quite unusual you love all aspects. And yeah. there are some things I find easier than others. There yeah. are some days I just write and it just flows and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then there are days that I think, I just can't do this. It's all rubbish. Yes. <laughs> So it's, it's definitely up and down, but the difference is you then have, you have the time to, um, you know, figure out the good and the bad and work through problems. You're not having to suddenly get up and leave to go and do something else. Well, and another quick follow-up, are you happier now in this career? Like, has this brought you at least some level of freedom and happiness that you didn't have, say, in your other career? Yeah, definitely. On a whole, you know, I, like you said, there are going to be moments where, you know, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. We know that. But on a whole, are you happier now in your career as an author? Yes, I am. And I'm happier in my family life as well, because I found something that not only is my passion, but actually it works around my family and I can fit it around my kids and my husband shouldn't leave him and that out. Right there is the dream of so many authors right there that's one of the reasons i think yes money like we said earlier sure we all want to make a profit but i think when we all are being totally honest most of us and maybe it's more for women i'm not sure but that right there time freedom family freedom time to be with your kids and enjoy it you know maybe not all day every day but who wants to do that but you know kids need to go to the zoo want to go to the zoo let's go to the zoo I you should know, go to the dentist. We'll go to the dentist, and that's a big, big. It, it's almost worth it, isn't it? Yeah, it's worth it. No, it is in, worth it. <laughs> in the interest of complete transparency, though, as I was saying that, my son was creeping into the room where I'm recording, and I was shooing him away. So that is pretty ironic. <laughs> it is, and it's, so it's like okay, so there is some freedom, and then you know there is that. All right. Well, good, good timing because we just have one last question and, and it's a two parter. So I am kind of cheating, but all right, here we go. What are you working on currently and what can my listeners expect from you next in the future? Okay. So currently I'm actually in the location where I set my first book, Silver Darlings, because in Suffolk, uh, England, because I'm actually going back to that book and turning it into a series um, of five books. So the second in the series is written and I've been doing a load of research this week um, to carry that on. So that's historical fiction. I've also got a women's fiction book coming out in a couple of months. That's a sequel to 
the last book I released. So, yes, there's lots. Lots in the pipeline. Lots to look forward to. Okay, Laura, well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you today. And I just know that my listeners, listeners learned a lot from you and everything you shared with us. So thank you. But before you go, you were just telling us about all these amazing projects that you've got down the pipelines. Tell those listening how they can find and follow you and support you. And the books that you've got coming out, what you said, you've got one coming out in a couple of months, whatever you want us to know and be on the lookout for. I'll give you the mic one last time. You tell us what you want us to know. Thank you. Well, you can find me pretty much on every social media at LK Wild Author. Uh, you can find my website, lkwild.com. Sign up to my newsletter. Um, that's probably my favorite way, actually, to connect with readers these days. I send it out once a month and the sign ups on first page of my website. Um, I love hearing from readers and connecting with other authors and anyone in the book world really uh, mm. that's a joy so yeah if you follow me on social media you can keep up to date with what i'm what i'm up to and i have my next book is it me is out in a couple of months um i've got a grumpy main character who i send mm. to the woods to live in a teepee for the summer which she hates and has been great fun to write so <laughs> oh that sounds like a lot of fun so thank you so much to this week's guest host lk lara wild be sure to follow her and check out her website where you can learn about her books including backlists and current releases well, that's a wrap for this episode of the self-publishing podcast be sure to follow this show share it with your author friends and most importantly wherever possible leave us a rating and a review your support will help this podcast and me continue teaching helping and supporting authors around the world and telling them how to successfully launch their books and their writing careers by becoming their own book boss Find and follow us on every social media platform, except Twitter, at BookBossOfficial. And be sure to check out our website, BookBossAcademy.com, to learn more about this podcast, as well as my author coaching and book editing services. Finally, shop for author templates, tutorials, and fun bookish apparel, stickers, and more at BookBossAcademy.etsy.com. And remember, stay safe, keep writing, and remain true to yourself. Okay, folks, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Self-Publishing Success Podcast. Thanks again to this week's amazing guest host, and be sure to follow them on their social media accounts, subscribe to their newsletter, and keep an eye out for their books. As always, thanks to our sponsors for making this show possible. This podcast is brought to you by Book Boss Academy, and your host is yours truly, author, coach, and book editor, Christina Kay. You can learn more about Book Boss Academy, my services, and my helpful resources for authors by visiting bookbossacademy.com. There, you can also find previous seasons and episodes of this podcast, access the show notes, and read our transcripts. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok at Book Boss Academy for daily free tips, tricks, and advice on writing your best book, self-publishing it successfully, and becoming your own book boss. I follow back 
and I answer all comments and messages within 24 hours. Last but not least, please be a dear and hit that subscribe button. Show us some love and make it easier to find our show and get notifications when new episodes drop each week. Until next week, later, love you, bye.